Join me right now on Kumite TV is undefeated featherweight prospect Justin Gonzalez. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to be here. All right, man. Before you get your big exposure on ESPN, I would like to ask you about your background, your, your martial arts background. Could you kind of go into detail with that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm a big time wrestler. I've been wrestling since I was about eight years old. Um, I was a two-time state champ at Northridge. I went on to wrestle on the D1 and D2 levels. Um, I wrestled at University of Northern Colorado and CSU Pueblo. And that's, uh, that's really kind of how I got my, got my start in the MMA. But, uh, since then we've doing all, been doing a lot of boxing, a lot of striking. So to be honest, I mean, I kind of favor the stand up more than my wrestling anymore. It's just, uh, it's like now that we're growing and using it, it's, uh, it's really improved my game and just kind of using it, using uh, my hands to set up my wrestling and my wrestling to set up my hands. It just, uh, it's something that changes the game and it makes it really fun for me now. So, talk about the moment when you got hooked to mixed martial arts. Talk about that moment. Um, well, it's interesting. I, I told one of my friends, um, we were wrestling. And we just wanted to try something different. I never had intentions on going pro with MMA or even being in the situation where I am now. You know, it was kind of one of those things where let's just go train something different. You know, I've been wrestling my whole life, so I wanted to do something, something just still getting some work in, but ultimately something just that was a little different. So we started training, and one of my coaches, they uh, they were just telling us, like, after training for, like, a month, they were like, dude, you guys are actually getting really good at this. You guys should think about getting a fight. Um, so it kind of turned into one of those things of, like, well, I'll do it if you do it, you know. So uh, turns out we both got a fight, and we both won. It's funny because uh, he got the first-round stoppage. I got the second-round stoppage. So that's something that I always hear every time. He always comes to my fights, still one of my best friends in the world. So uh, it's just funny because he's like, well, remember that time I, I got the stoppage in the first and you didn't? And I was like, here we go, man. But, uh, I mean, I think after the fight, it just really hit me, man. It was just uh, I've always been a fan, you know, and uh, just the way people treated me like, man, I, I mean, I beat this dude up like I was throwing him around, landing some big punches. And the fans just loved it, man. It's uh, to be honest, it was uh, like people were buying me beers, dads were introducing me to their daughters, and you know, it was just people treated me like I was like more than a man. And it was it was a good feeling, you know. It was just it was cool. I think I think uh, just the whole process of the grind and the reward and then um, the glory just made me fall in love with the sport even more you know i think that's whenever i was hooked you mentioned you wrestled in college and i noticed that you have a bachelor's in exercise science and health promotion why Correct. did you decide to study that was that in your mind you know being you know to be in sports even mm. though you might not even be a fighter mm. you know i've always i've always been interested i've been an athlete my whole life so i've always been curious about the human body just uh just the way that it works, sometimes uh, changing uh, the biomechanics and like changing an angle could get so much more power. And uh, 
vice versa, you know, and just injuries and things like that have always interested me. And uh, it just seemed fit, you know, just seemed fit. You know, I didn't know going into college, I never really knew what I wanted to do. And as we just kind of progressed, you know, being close with personal trainers and coaches and just being an athlete myself, it just kind of seemed right, you know. So we started just going through the process and ultimately I fell in love with that, you know, and it just, it makes sense for me because it really helps with my fighting and it goes hand in hand, you know. I still use some of the stuff I learned in school today to help me with my fighting. I use it to help my teammates and just understanding of like, hey, this is why this is causing this injury or this is why this is why you're a little bit slower, your body can't produce this. So it, it's kind of a wasn't intentional for it to go hand in hand but lucky for me it worked out that way you know it must be phenomenal to have that knowledge in your back pocket you know you don't have to go to somebody else to get information you have it in your head you have it in your brain you know, it, it does for sure for sure it does man it's crazy um it's like you know i still go like obviously there's people who specialize in certain things so like it helps for me to have an understanding, but in order to get into more detail, I still have to go to like trainers or uh, like rehab if I'm injured, things like that. And like I have my strength and conditioning coach who helps me. So we kind of go hand in hand talking about what I think would be better. And he does what he thinks he would be better. And we kind of, it's a team, you know, teamwork makes a dream work. You know, you ever hear that saying? Yeah, so, yeah. uh, I love it, man. And it's it's really it's just good to have options, you know. Nobody can take my degree from me. So, you know, like I told I tell people all the time, man, fighting doesn't define who I am, but I love it and I want this to be my career, but nothing's nothing's for sure, nothing's set in stone. I could get hurt and fighting could be done. So having that degree is an awesome backup for me for whenever I am done fighting, you know? So far in your career you know, you're undefeated, you have the featherweight strap for Sparta Combat League. Can you sum up into words what your experience with SCL has been? Dude, it's been awesome, man. You know, with any with any, uh, with any any journey, you have your highs, you have your lows. But, um, man, Sparta's taking care of me, so I can't complain. Um, it's interesting. I've had pretty much... Almost every fight with that promotion, except for like two or three. So uh, it, it's been good, man. Just starting from an amateur, climbing, gaining a fan base, learning the game of MMA, and uh, having a support system like that behind me really helped. You know, it's uh, I couldn't do it by myself. So it's kind of cool to say, as much as they helped me, I helped them as well. But, um, I mean, it was fun. They got me some high-level opponents, exactly what I needed, exactly what I wanted. But then also, I mean, it's they already had a lot of the support. And I kind of uh, was able to run with that and make it my own. And now a lot of their followers follow me in particular. And going to use it, man. It kind of helped me get to where I am and... Hopefully here with this next fight coming up, I get more and then just keep climbing, man. Climb my way to the top. Heading into your Contender Series fight, do you feel that you are representing SEL on top of yourself and your team? Definitely, yeah. I, I do feel that a little bit. You know, uh, 
like I like I've said it before, man. I'll put the city on my back, man, and I'll represent that nine seven zero Greeley. Um, it's I represent Sparta. I represent my family. I represent myself. You know, so uh, there's a lot that goes into this, man. It's uh, it's it's deeper than just me, you know, because I couldn't do it on my own. I represent my teammates, man. Like without all these guys supporting me, my sponsors, my friends, my family, teammates, coaches all of them, I wouldn't be where I am, you know? So of course, man, I, I take that. And I knew, I knew once, uh, once we kind of made this decision that we wanted to try this, that I was going to have a lot of weight on my shoulders of carrying a lot of people and, uh, Hey man, we're on our way. So I accept the responsibility and I'm full steam ahead. Yeah. You are going to be on your way in a couple weeks, June 25th. You're facing Zach Zane in Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series. Is he a name that you have heard of before? Um, no, not really. Um, just whenever we started talking about, like, who my possible opponents might be, and then they locked it up, then we started doing some research. Um, so I did have a fight fairly recently in April, late April. I believe it was the 27th. So I didn't really start focusing on Zane until after that fight was done. It was just I wanted to take care of first thing first. And I did, so uh, now we started focusing on him. Um, I really, I really don't know much about him besides what I could find online. Um, he's from Hawaii. He has a few blemishes on his record, but I think he's been on a little uh, winning spree. So I think we're pretty similar. And uh, I'm nine and zero. I think he's won his last seven, eight fights or so. So uh, it should be a fun fight. You know, he's a southpaw. Um, explosive, does some crazy stuff. He'll throw some funk. So I hope everybody's ready for him, man. And I, I mean, realistically, in order to get that contract, I need him to bring it. So, you know, if I go out there and knock him out right away, some people might call it a fluke, man. There's, I don't want none of that. I want him to bring it. I want him to bring his A game. So, I mean, as much as I'm going to bring it so I can get that contract, you know? The contract, you know, when you go there and you see past contender series uh, events, a lot of the guys will get a f quick finish, but they won't get the contract, you know. And it's almost like you have to have an opponent to come in and bring bring the funk, like you said, to to get the contract. Do you feel that that is the type of fight you need to get the contract? Um, I mean, yeah, probably. You know, it's. It's interesting because, like, I can I can argue, like, I don't know exactly what's going through Dana White's head at the time of the fight. I don't know if he's looking at certain things more than others. But really, I mean, in my eyes and from the understanding of the show and understanding, starting to get a little bit more uh, background knowledge of how the whole MMA game and the fight scene, um, yeah, he, he's looking for the next star, I think. And he wants... Obviously, you got to walk the walk. You got to be able to fight. You got to have some stoppages, but you got to be exciting. Like we said earlier, you know, if you're not exciting and people don't want to watch you fight, realistically, you're not good for business for the UFC. It's just the way that it is. You could be the best fighter in the world, but if you're boring, nobody's going to watch you. So, uh, yeah, I mean, my intention with every fight is to go out there and get the stoppage. So, I mean, but all I can do is really just fight, try my hardest, and after that, man, it's out of my hands. So, 
hopefully, I mean, hopefully we do get a good, exciting fight and hopefully I knock him out and, and then hopefully I get that contract, you know? Yeah, you're you're riding a, a big wave yourself into this fight. You know, you just fought recently at the end of April. Got a got a finish. Got a, I think, via strikes, right? You got a finish. Yeah, via strikes. yeah. It was a TKO. The ref stopped it in the first. So yeah, it was awesome, man. It was that's a tough opponent from Brazil. He was eight and one. I was eight and zero at the time. Um, really good jujitsu guy, which was that's fun for me. You know, it just got to be smart about how you fight you got to be uh kind of make sure you don't fall into any traps but uh, at the same time you know i think that's kind of what uh what helped me in the fight was he was trying to go for some knee bars some ankle locks and uh it ended up biting him in the ass and i think that's where i got the finish you know so <clears throat> after that fight did you just jump right back into training started to study your opponent and uh and it was like there was no break basically right pretty much yeah it's a uh, normally i would like to take a little break it's more like a mental and then i mean you know you get a little banged up during camp so i like to take a little time just to rest clear my head go have some fun and then we start hitting it again because i like to stay fairly active even whenever i'm not in camp but uh this one was kind of just a fast turnaround and we knew we knew taking that last fight it was going to be which it's not a problem, not an issue, you know, with an opportunity like this comes up, man, you don't say no. And it's just kind of, uh, this is the whole reason this is the, this is the goal. This is the dream we've been chasing. And now it's almost here presented sitting in the palm of my hands. I just got to take it, you know? So, um, pretty much no break. We, uh, just had to switch some things up, start training a little differently, ease back into it. And then, uh, start playing with some different things because this is a totally different opponent from my last fight. But that's fine. I'm, I accept the challenge, man. I'm here to take it. I'm here to take what's mine. Where are you working? Where are you doing your camp? And who are you uh, working with? So um, my two primary gyms are Top Notch Sports Academy in Greeley. And that's under the Alira's family. Um, and then my other primary gym is Trials Mixed Martial Arts. That's in Fort Collins. That's under Jared Hardy, Ryan Schultz, and Steve Peters. Um, and then actually today I went up and sparred at Elevation. You know, so those guys kind of took me under their wing, and they let me go up and spar, which is fun because they got a bunch of high-level names, big guys. And if that's where I want to be, man, those are the guys I have to be. Those are the guys I have to be working with. You know, um, occasionally I go to Genesis Training Genesis Training Academy. Um, they got some good guys. It's awesome. Those guys take care of me, help me with motion, footwork, striking, whatever I need, you know, as I've been going over there for a while. So I appreciate those guys. Um, that's under Jake Ramos. He uh, helps me out, man. He just took me under his wing, which is something really good for me. You know, um, I try to uh, I try to break it down with all my coaches and take what I like, ignore what I don't, um, try some different things, try not to be so hard-headed. And just put it all together to create my own flow, you know. And whenever I do that, man, I feel like things start working out pretty good, you know. Just picking apart all their brains, putting it together, and getting the results that I do. All right, one last thing before I let you go. I wanted to ask you about what separates you. What separates you from the, all the other featherweights in the UFC? Right now, there's a whole shift going on in that division 
where the newer guys are coming in and beating the older guys and kind of pushing yep. them out. And now I see that you are kind of part of that wave or part of the next wave. What is making you different from everybody else? You know, it's a hard question to answer just because I don't know what's going on with these other guys. I don't know the things that they're doing, but I do know the things that I'm doing, man. And people don't see people don't see me work a full 40 hour plus a week and then going to train, man. I leave my house at about 5.36 in the morning. I get home at like 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. And it's almost every day, you know. So I made the sacrifices. I put in the time. I'm getting the best training partners. And, dude, it's my time, man. It's uh, I can flick that switch and be a killer whenever I need to be. You know, I've been, I'm a student of the game. I, I trust my coaches. I do the right things. It's it's my time, man. You know, with a stacked 145 pound weight class in the UFC, I get it. You know, there's a lot of people who um, are trying to hold on to their spot there. But hey, man, my time's now. It's uh, it's J Train Gang, man. This is what we do, man. So it's uh, it's just I put in the time, man. I make the sacrifices. I train so hard, man. Um, you know, I've missed, I've missed the parties, I've missed the cruises, I've missed all this stuff for a lot of people being able to do that. And this is why, man. So I can make my dreams a reality, I can get my shot, and man, I can be the man, I can be the man, I can be the champion of the world at 145 pounds, you know. It's exciting, I, I am very blessed, got a good life, I'm just, I'm ready for my shot. That's it, that's all I can ask for, I'll take care of the rest. All right, well, it all starts June 25th, Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series, Las Vegas. Thank you, Justin, for your time, and uh, hopefully thank we'll get guys. any more of these go you know, in the future. Kumite, thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys for having me, man. Again, if anybody wants to follow my life, check out my pages, show these guys some love. Wish me luck on June 25th, man, coming for that contract. That's what we do. So my name is Justin J. Train Gonzalez. Um, for those of you who don't know, you can follow me on my Facebook under the same name, Justin J. Train Gonzalez. My Instagram, J. Train underscore 1991. Twitter, J. Train underscore 1991. Just want to show some love to my sponsors, RNG Body Art, um, Five Star, uh, Rocky Mountain Flagging, Dynamic Mortgage Concepts, Faithful Roofing. Thank you guys, man. Without you, I wouldn't be where I am. So I love it, man. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for having me as well. Thank you. <laughs>